Mystery Science Marshall, a podcast all about the wonderful medias that I love. Welcome back, everybody, and today we're going to be talking about the episode four of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and my special guest today is Peter. Hi, Marshall. I'm happy to be here. Yes. You'll remember Peter from a WandaVision episode, the one WandaVision episode we did because <laughs> I never got people back together for a round table. It's okay. It's okay. We were busy. We had the research paper. Yeah, we had a lot of work here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing, Peter? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm I, I'm good as well. We only have four weeks left yeah. of college here. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in the home stretch and I don't know. I'm ready for it to be done. If I'm being really truthful, you know, yeah. truthful. <laughs> I'm yeah. ready for this year to be over. I feel it. I feel it in my in my soul. <laughs> so, Falcon Winter Soldier, like WandaVision, is keeping us going throughout the week. Right. I think I said that exact quote last time, but it yes. still applies. Yes. It still applies. <laughs> the best thing on Fridays. We've made it through another week. So, this is, again, another episode of our segment, Marvel Madness, as, as I said. Today we'll be talking about episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier which was called The Whole World is Watching. I think that was the title, right? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Mystery Science Marshall presents Marvel Madness, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, I guess first off, Peter, have you been enjoying... Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I have. We're more than halfway through now. I really have been enjoying it, and I've been enjoying it more as the episodes have gone on. Um, the first episode, I was kind of like, oh, okay, it's a pilot. It does things that pilot episodes do. It, it was very now, slow. It's, yes, it was very slow, but especially the the third and the fourth episode, I definitely think um, I'm getting into it more. This is kind of around with WandaVision. The third and the fourth episode is where I was kind of like, mm-hmm. I can't snap. It was where I was like hooked. It's yeah. the same thing now. So well, WandaVision to... was intentionally like you were supposed to be right. what the hell is happening. For right, right, yeah, yeah. couple episodes. You're right. And this, it has, a, it's been a little bit of a slow burn and there's, there's still a lot up in the air of how is how are these things kind of going to connect. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing this more and more, but you know, I feel like some like with the whole power. Last week focused a lot on the power breaker, power not breaker. I keep saying breaker, power broker <laughs> storyline, or at least the question of who the power broker is. And this episode, we're a little bit more back on. Some of our political yeah. commentary yeah. <laughs> uh, to the extreme. Yeah. This was the first episode to get a sort of trigger warning from Disney and Marvel, I think. They had, they had updated that on their thing about oh, this, yeah. this episode. There's a, This content may be, like, they used a 
an eth like not an ethical phrase, like an eloquent phrase to mm -hmm. basically say, hey, in light of current events, this <laughs> might get a little trippy. So yeah, and and trippy it did. <laughs> well, it did, and this is continuing from last episode of wow, this show is violent. Yeah, this is some of the most. Even in, like, of course, in the final scene, I mean, we didn't actually see him, like, cut the guy's head off, and that's yeah, what he did. But, but still, still, this is the most blood, I think, and the most just even implication of violence that we have mm -hmm. seen mm -hmm. in a Marvel show. I yeah. mean, I guess Thanos killed half the world, but that was uh, dust. But that I mean, was like, dust. I would compare it to, like, maybe Luke Cage. I would say Luke Cage and Daredevil, the Netflix shows, mm -hmm. got violent. But yeah, See, I never, I never watched. Yeah, Netflix this shows. is definitely, I would say, on the levels. I've only, I've seen very limited yeah. from, but what I've heard, this, I'd say, this is definitely on par with the Netflix Marvel shows. But yeah, no, the the end scene, um, John Walker standing, and I think they were in, were they in Latvia at that point, or I don't know where this they city were somewhere. was. They were somewhere, but standing there, it's great imagery, great cinematography. Blood on the shield. There's so much symbolism you could say in that moment mm -hmm. that you could talk about for like hours. And as the title of the episode said, the whole world right. was watching and that. That's just yeah. That's literally what that is. And it's. I thought um, that was a fantastic way to end the episode. It's um, one of the reasons that I was like that is probably I would say, in my opinion, probably top ten best MCU scenes. I would say throughout mm -hmm. the, throughout their content. Um, yeah, that was, was great. And this is going to tarnish uh, Mr. John Walker's yeah. reputation. Finally. I've been looking for a reason to not, <laughs> to just like, because they've been trying to present him as like a conflicted, well, a conflicted and you can, I, I would say you can still see him as conflicted, and there's a scene with Lamar in this episode where he's talking mm -hmm. about like, he's reflecting on his Medal of Honors. And how he doesn't think his actions were exactly worthy to uh -huh. get those Medal of Honor. So there's parts like that where you can still like you can see him as being like a a, a complicated individual. But then there's like stuff like this at the yeah, end. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> I mean, they set him up in the very first scene we saw him as in right. episode two, or when we saw when we talked with him and Lamar in the locker room there. Right. I mean, they were setting him up as sympathetic there. Right. With his girlfriend or whoever that woman yeah, was. Yeah. Is she going to come back? Is she going to be like, oh boy, you did this. Uh, delete. Red flag. Yup, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, so they started with that, but really, when we were viewing him from Sam and Bucky's perspective, uh, not good. Mm -hmm. And he has not, not mm -hmm. been good. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen especially this episode, I mean, the reason he takes the super soldier serum is because of his hubris. Right. It's because right. he, after losing to the Dora Milaje, to right. Io and her and whoever the other woman was, I mean, were there only two of them? There was only two of yeah. them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and in that great, that great sequence, I mean, he's just, he can't believe that he lost to like non- Super yeah. soldiers, yeah. right? He yeah. has this ego to himself right. that is fueling has been has been fueling so many of his decisions of right. of wanting to have the glory that comes with this Captain America moniker. Right. And I think, as you were saying, this episode was kind of getting into a little bit of his past in Afghanistan, how he was maybe feeling like his actual medals that he got, you know, he didn't deserve it there. And he sees so, Cap he does say in this episode that he sees Captain America as a way to kind of start over. Now, of course, he's thrown that all overboard yeah. with his actions. But I'm very interested 
to see um, props to Wyatt Russell for yeah. his, act, his acting is so I know. good. This is where I made a TikTok like, let's make sure when we direct our hatred towards John Walker, we're not directing our hatred toward Wyatt Russell because some people don't know how to separate an actor from the character that they're playing, which is a whole other thing. Yes. But um, can we just talk about how Wyatt Russell and John Russell are responsible for playing probably the two, my at least, the two most hated characters in the MCU? <laughs> John Walker and Eagle, and Eagle. The Planet. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them, their, their <laughs> acting is so good. It just makes my blood boil. It's... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the question is, I mean, what is what is he going to do now? Yeah. Because, I mean, the U.S. government is going to call and say, um, bye-bye. I saw, I had saw, I had seen a video on TikTok that was kind of theorizing that. So in that end scene... Um, obviously, you see all the cameras. There's cameras everywhere. Cameras are a mm-hmm. huge element of the show. And cameras were even... People were filming Sam and people, Bucky when they people, were just walking around. People are consistent. That's, that's the other reason. That I think this show, side note, is more accurately tracking what happens if you would see an Avenger in public. Mm-hmm. Is Everyone has phones out. Everyone's signing autographs. Yeah. Everyone's getting flocked. Um, but anyway, the cameras, the world is watching literally through their cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, eyes on them at all times. But I saw there was a theory that basically said people had cameras in the scene where um, I think there's an interaction between John, Sam, and Bucky, and John is spazzing out, and Bucky and Sam, I, excuse me, is kind of using his previous knowledge mm-hmm. as a counselor, kind of destabilizing de- de- the situation. Um, and so they're wondering if you're going to start to see with the videotaping that there maybe will be a transition from. Um, John Walker to Sam based on the ideas uh-huh. of what Sam is doing on video versus what Walker is doing yeah. on video. Wouldn't it be so interesting if the next episode starts? You know, in a way similar to how episode three started with that with the commercial for the Global Repatriation Council. Yeah. If it just starts with like a slander n- campaign or something. Well, with like newscasts. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. Reporting yeah, yeah. on this yeah. or like just scrolling through right. like Facebook and people posting or Twitter that and would stuff. Be, yeah. We just see the social media outcry and how much this has spread and all those different footage, you know, how people yeah. are talking about yeah. John Walker now. Maybe some people are even defending him or something. I think, didn't they say episode five is supposed to be the most emotional out of the series? I thought I thought I read one of the creators saying that. Uh-huh. So that yeah. could be. And I also read with episode five now, this didn't happen with WandaVision, but somebody said there's going to be an actual, like, cameo. Interesting. And this one reporter I follow on on Twitter, she was like, she doesn't know who the character is, but the actor that's in this episode is a big deal. Uh-huh. The actor themselves okay. is yeah. the draw. Interesting. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's going to be... <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, no, I'm... Mm-hmm. I just there's it's 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 a really it's a really good show. It's, it's well, yeah, because you could you could argue this is the thing that John Walker killing the guy. <laughs> I mean, people could argue he was justified in that, right? Because I mean, Carly because the yeah killed Carly killed and the guy he killed is in a terrorist organization, and see that's why there's levels to this, which is mm. the which and is, this is the whole question this episode was talking about is. Does the end justify the means? Mm-hmm. Right. We see this with with Carly herself. Right. I mean, she's she's killing people. Yeah. She's doing this violence campaign, 
But, I mean, her motives, I mean, why she's doing this, what she wants to accomplish to, you know, help the oppressed yeah. and, you know, put a spotlight on, you know, big corporations and government systems yeah. that are oppressing, it's, like the Global Repatriation Council. I mean, she has a point there. Sam is, agrees with yeah, her. It is fascinating how, um, well, obviously, I mean, you knew this was going to happen going in, but I think it is fascinating how so much of the show kind of really reflects what's happening right now mm-hmm. with the world where you're seeing um, younger people kind of getting sick of the capitalism of the capitalism yes but also like i would say like um especially in the aftermath of the events of last summer mm-hmm. with all the um the protests and advocations with black lives matter and mm-hmm. such um people young people specifically getting sick of kind of the notion that all protests have to be peaceful um mm-hmm. and so you're seeing that side of it and then you're seeing kind of a group in the middle that's like, hey, I agree with you, uh, represented by saying like, hey, I agree with you, but I don't know how I feel about all the violence. And the group on the other side that's like, no, you're wrong. This is not how it should happen at all. Blah, 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 blah. And so it's fascinating mm-hmm. to me, at least, to watch um, to watch that play out. And I think, again, this episode specifically, this episode did the best at kind of capturing the political tension mm-hmm. of America. Um and then furthermore, like, talking about, like, the shield. Oh, she says something about the shield, and I can't remember. Yeah. Carly says something about the shield, uh, calling it, like, a tarnished symbol. She goes further yeah, than that. Yeah, she's I got think. something. She goes further than that, I think. But that was just, that's, the shield plays so much into yeah. it as well. The shield as a symbol of a bygone era of oppression. Right. Yeah. That's so what there's, I wrote down. There's, and that is just, and it's, it's it encapsulates, I would say, about what everything, what yeah. kind of like what we're dealing with here, what that show is dealing with, and it's just it's so I think it's it's just very impressive to me. Yeah, and it's it is so so timely. Yeah, and for Marvel again to be talking about these things, right? Like thinking back to episode two mm-hmm. when the police come over and pull right. Sam yeah. over, just seeing that such a palpable example, especially right now in our climate after you know yeah george floyd's murder i mean the trial is going on right now yeah yeah it's it's so and it's also you know again i just i really enjoyed i think i talked about this in my last episode i took a, a september term class here that um talked about superheroes and you kind of analyzed a bunch of themes and central motives and things that you are to each superhero and so it's just so fascinating to see like just because now watching this like wandavision was all about grief and how you deal with trauma, and this is just a completely 180, how you go all the way back, how mm-hmm. you deal with politics, how you deal with um, different opinions on violence and terror, and yeah. just, yeah. I mean, that's why it's important with the violence thing. I mean, this is why it's important for them to just be a more violent show, because it is this discussion yeah. of, of violence, mm-hmm. and what is, what is the role mm-hmm. of it. You might say violence is bad, but... As you know, as many of the protesters that we will be even right. think about in discussions in America. Yeah. I mean, what did I, the quote from Martin Luther King Jr. is? You know, riots are the voice of the right. unheard, right. or something like yeah. that. Right. That is, makes yeah. sense. Yes, and it, it does make sense yes. for in a way what Carly is doing. Right. Is violence justified? Is yeah. murder justified? Is death required? I mean, looking at like Zemo's perspective a little right. bit. 
there's that scene where Zemo is like, Carly just Carly just needs to die. Yeah, all like, super hero, all super soldiers are terrorists. Yes, that's what he said, or supremacists. Sorry, yep. and, supremacists. They to, and they need to be, yeah, you know, taken and out. So that's another whole thing. Yeah. And Zemo has this. Oh, well, let me find it here. You know, he 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 calls the the super soldiers like you know gods among mm-hmm. like real people, and right? Sam counters like, isn't that God talking? Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't isn't saying these people aren't allowed to live? That's making a decision about life and death, yeah. right? That's right. That's what God yeah. does, right? It's kind of a you know necropolitics, yeah, which is the whole thing. <laughs> that's that a I've great been, word for it. We've been talking about <laughs> in, one my, for it. in my religion classes, you know how. Governments and how even things like the Global Repatriation Council, right, is kind of deciding how which people who get to live and die. Yeah, you know, right. the example that we're talking about in my uh, queer and trans religions course is the AIDS crisis a little bit. Uh, this came up in one of our chapters on politics and power. In that, the U.S. government and under the Reagan administration, in the in the fact that they did not do anything about the AIDS crisis, did not even acknowledge it, even though they knew, was deciding that. These people affected, you know, mostly yeah. gay men affected, could just die. Right. It was using politics right. to decide who gets to live and who gets to die. Yeah. It's just, I think, honestly, I think that's so... It's honestly really kind of also... Another thing that's impressive is they take such a kind of... A, what What is obviously a kind of a phantasmic, never would happen in real life thing of an alien snapping his fingers and eliminating mm-hmm. half of the entire galaxy's population. And they managed to turn it. They didn't do it in Endgame because Endgame they presented as good and bad. Good is bringing people back. Yeah. Is keeping and Endgame in. was a very, um, they've turned for the cinema. For yeah. The right. Popcorn. They have turned audience. such a kind of incredulous event, fictional, mm-hmm. obviously fictional event into something that, Literally, you could say this about you could you could take the 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 fantasy and the Marvel stuff out of this show and just make it a normal show, and I think it would still apply to the same themes and would still have the same effect. Yeah. If you, aside from like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but so because it's still talking about refugees and still talking well, about yeah. terrorism and military and the symbol of the flag, so on and so forth. Yeah. We've already kind of talked about this, so I'll let you go to your next topic yeah. conversation. But but that's. It is, again, I am so impressed yes. at the level of the sophistication yeah. and the fact that a Marvel show like this can spawn this sort of discussion right. that we're having right now right. into real, timely things yeah. that have, you know, these issues have been going on for a century. A lot right. of these things about revolution. I mean, right. talking about, I mean, communism, mm-hmm. right, and the revolutionary ideas, but you know, did that did that end justify the means yeah. of you know violence that like Stalin yeah. used, right? The the other quick thing I'd say is I like that they don't present one um mm-hmm. in my they don't present one view as the right view. They allow mm-hmm. kind of every character's views in, in a way, they give them like a couple scenes where each character kind of their view and if, if you only watch that scene, that would be mm-hmm. the dominant narrative. Yeah. And so I think that's and I think that's really important. Yeah. But, if so. if Carly was the main character, if this was the Carly show, yeah. I mean she would be our hero. Right. We'd be following yes. her. And we'd understand that. I mean the scene at the funeral when she gives that speech, you know, yeah. rallying the people, I mean that's if that's, you just heard that's that, that'd be like, Whoa. Yeah. Carly. That's yeah. So that's what I, I also I also do like that. That they kind yeah. of because in a way, some cases 
John Walker's right at a point, or Carly is right, or Sam, or Bucky, or whatever. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I kind of just restated what you just said. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So politics. Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, I just have to give some love to Zemo again. Oh my gosh. I, he is your I favorite, isn't Zemo. he? I remember you talking he a little bit. He is my favorite. Yeah. A, because he's kind of spurring a lot of these political discussions and twisting this knife a little bit. But like, okay, when he goes up and he's like, first off, he's singing Baba Black Sheep. God, he's for whatever so reason. creepy, bro. He's so weird. <laughs> Which actually, I had to look this up. I had to I closed the tab here. But that song, like the real meaning of that song, had to deal with like taxes put on like in the medieval times, oh. like like society, like for like wool taxes. So, so he's singing like, oppressing the people here because we can that can feed back into all so these. So he's singing things. it specifically. That's that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. And then he goes and he's like, "Hey kids, you want some Turkish delight?" Yeah. Here? I'm just like, "Oh my god." A little but... creepy. But like, and then ten seconds later, is like, here is my associate. It's like an eight year old girl. Well, I know. I mean, I guess he's like Ugh. giving the respect to her, my associate. I don't know. He's a good villain, though. I was happy. I was also happy to see him back. I he was never like my all time favorite villain. I know you liked him a lot. Yes. But I was happy to see him back, and I'm happy to see they're giving him a. They're really letting him, Daniel Brawl. They're letting him do his. Yeah. They're letting him do his stuff. They're letting, and he's killing it. I think. He yeah. actually did. He also killed someone. But <laughs> well, yes, he did. He tried to like say, "How do you know if I killed him?" And like he's like, Sam's like, well, "Saw you do it." Yeah. There's like, there's... yeah. But that, hey, but Zemo's escaped now. He's also rich, apparently. Well, okay, I, I mentioned this last episode. Like, I don't think that tracks with how we were introduced to him in Civil War. Yeah. But it's it's okay. Do you think the Dormelage will get their hands on Zemo? Because yeah. what's an interesting because I was I, I was thinking about this the other day, is, um, Io is like we mm-hmm. need him back. You released you released him from jail. That's a whole separate thing. You released him from jail. He killed T'Chaka. That's bad. But does that line up with T'Challa's actions in 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 Civil War yeah. where he kind of Simo is about to commit suicide yeah. and T'Challa saves him from himself yeah. and kind of has mercy on him and like lets him go to jail and doesn't mm-hmm. let him die. So does that that it's is it I saw I saw do you think that they're gonna let they'll let the door get it, get their hands on Zemo? I don't know, that's really interesting that you bring up that scene and Black Panther's choice to let him live in that scene. I had not thought about that. I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, where did they... They just kind of left, didn't they? Yeah. After that scene? <laughs> yeah. So if they're going to continue to have a presence, which I would like to keep seeing Io, her and Bucky uh, have this, you know, past. Yeah. And she's a little pissed at him, yeah. probably more than pissed at him yeah. for... Justified. It is justified. Well, yeah. Have, yeah, I think her her anger is justified, in my opinion. Yeah. But, I mean, this goes back to her question, does, did, you know... Did Bucky breaking Zemo out? Did that those means justify the end of solving this whole right. thing? Right, right. Yeah. That can that's central right question back into, of, yeah. into that theme. And you know, my other question was, you know, in this episode, we're talking about the super soldier serum a lot. Mm-hmm. To which I saw somebody point this out too. So the doctor had made twenty vials. Carly and the group took them. Okay, but then in the episode when she opens up the little I don't know, look at a billfold or whatever yeah, that she had, uh, that she kept the, the fanny pack. Yeah. Yes, the fanny pack. 
There were only seven vials there. Yeah. So there's still some super soldiers right. here, um, out and about. Right. <laughs> so did, does the power broker have yeah. some? And I don't know if you've heard this theory. But that Sharon oh, is 100%. the power broker. She I must be. I hundred percent believe that. She must be. You know I, when I, she's. I hundred percent believe that. When she's talking to them on the phone, like she like she walks past these like guys with big guns, like armored guns. I'm like, no. They're, I they're, literally, I literally yeah. think she's she has to be the power yeah. broker. It's so did like, she take the serum? Did the power broker got the serum at one point? Yeah. Would she have taken the serum? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You certainly. I first of all, I am glad to see Sharon Carter. Yeah, back on screen. Emily Van Camp kills it. Um, <laughs> I think. I, I know she does. Yeah, I don't know. That is an interesting, an interesting, an interesting. That would be an interesting swerve, because. Uh, I I don't know. That's a complicated topic. The whole question of would you or would you not take the serum. Well, yeah, this was that my is, other question. Whole, would you take? That is a whole the serum. That is a whole thing. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I would. Only because I feel like taking the serum would give like a whole other sense of responsibility mm-hmm. on my shoulders that I don't think I would want. Yeah. Like, like That's what? What if someone just like like takes the serum and then just like, all right, I want to go back to my normal life. I don't think you could do you that. Can't I don't do think that. you can do that anymore because most of them are administered under like government stuff as a means to be like uh-huh. military so i don't and then also i don't know also with the fact where the whole topic of where no one has really been successful mm-hmm. with the serum except steve and i argue to maybe not even steve in some areas yeah like i go on my whole tangent about steve's selfish decision and end game yeah to go with peppy yeah and like there's that selfishness that got to him. And like, even the whole conflict in Civil War, somebody pointed out, in a way that was kind of Steve not wanting to take responsibility for his actions a little bit. Right. And so, I don't think Steve got out unscathed. And I don't think anybody would because we're human. Right. Right. And that's that's the thing too. Yeah. Is It'll be interesting um, when they come out with the What If series where they decide to give Peggy oh, the yeah. serum instead. I wonder... What they're gonna? What are the ramifications of that gonna be? Yeah, and how they do that. Yeah, that's a good point. But do you think? Well, Sam says he would never take the serum. Right. But if Sam does become the new Captain America at the end of this, and if there is a serum available still, you think he would at the end? I don't. Uh, I don't think know. So I, I don't think, know. I want. Yeah, we'll see. Yes, because I think I think. Going back to the supremacy idea, supremacist idea, I think Sam believes that whole idea in that even just the concept of a super person actually, you know, biologically enhanced, you know, in the ranking then of of lives because of that, you know, in the language even just of it, it has so many problems just right there. So I think how Sam becomes... Captain America, which again, I th- he's going to accept that moniker at the end of the show. This is what this whole show is is, is about, in you know, in through the character through this character's uh, st- you know story. I think one of his main things is going to be: I am not Captain America with a super soldier serum of any kind. Right. You know, I am 
the new new Captain America. I mean, Captain America that represents the broader people. Yeah, I mean, he for says the that people. At, he says that at one point, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And so, for the people means kind of being a little bit more. Maybe it means being a little bit more not super soldiery. Mm-hmm. But maybe and you know maybe not so much of a golden boy. Yeah. All the time too. Steve at the end and stuff was not. You could say. I mean, even just with the whole. No matter how you think about the conflict with the government with Civil War, I mean, he did go against that. Yeah. Uh, so being a little bit... Uh, uh, a Captain America who still challenges yeah. orders and the society. Right. How are we liking Bucky? We haven't talked about Bucky. How no, you, we haven't talked how about, about you, how, Bucky. How are you feeling about Bucky? You know... Bucky, do you... Um, not to ask you questions on your own podcast, but... Do you? I saw kind of people debating about whether uh, about people victimizing Bucky or whether or um, or or like if Bucky if Bucky's is justified to be victimized in a way because he has lost so much. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's anyway that kind of I don't know where that question went, but I like having Bucky. He's, yeah, I think it's cool that I I never really was like a Bucky a Bucky stand, if you will, before in in old movies. I was never like, oh, I'm gonna go on my way to watch Bucky content. <laughs> but um, I think Sebastian Stan is doing great in the show, yeah. and they're finally letting Bucky have a little bit of a personality outside yeah. of being Steve's. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know, Steve's whatever, whatever that is, whatever they establish that is. Um, tiger photos, man. That was that was <laughs> funny in episode one. But um, the um, yeah, I oh, that's a whole other thing that you debate with super soldier serum is because Bucky has a super soldier yeah. serum in him, and, and they I mean Zemo. Uh, Sam asked that. What about Bucky? Yeah, we talked with Zemo there. Oh, it's just a good show. It's 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 yeah. really good. I think. Yeah, and it's 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 just I feel like at some points that's like all I can say about it. Mm-hmm. Because that's just that's just what it is. It's, yeah, it's good. It's good shit, man. Yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> yeah, and the question with Bucky, you know, everybody talks about is, you know, is he truly free from the Winter Soldier right. persona? I think the point is that we're seeing is that no, he isn't truly free. That is always going to be a part of him. But I think we're on this journey with him of accepting right that. Yeah. For accepting sure. even his his anger that he still has. I mean, when he when he's about, I think it's with Zemo or whoever towards the beginning. He's I mean, Bucky's Bucky gets angry, yeah, a lot, and that can be a little scary. Was <laughs> the Winter Soldier? Is yeah. the Winter Soldier? That is still a part of him, yeah, and it's about him reconciling these aspects of his identity, yeah, to form a new one. And I think that's where Bucky's on. There really wasn't much with Bucky this no. episode. I mean, well, the be- I mean, the beginning we see the flashback in Wakanda. The flashback of Wakanda, and then the scene where Ao disarms him literally. Yes, that um, has some that we kind of talked about earlier. Yeah. with how Wakanda's anger is justified, um, and how they kind of betray his trust. But yeah, other than that, this mm-hmm. was more an episode that focused on. Sam, Carly, and Walker. Yeah. But I will say, I think we are the, the friendship between Bucky and Sam is growing because when Carly 
through Sam's sister. It's like, come meet me here alone. Bucky's like, I'm going with you. Yeah. I am. I am <laughs> right. You can't go alone to this, yeah. buddy. That's so true. they're becoming good friends, mm-hmm. better friends, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, they did something and like, your partner. And they're like, he's not my partner. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the question is, again, we have two episodes. Two left episodes of this. Left. Five oh. and six. How, how do we wrap this up oh. in two episodes? John Walker is super soldier serumed up, I guess. Yeah. And the whole, and Carly's still running him up. And power broker yeah. is out there. I would more Sharon say, does everyone make it out alive? Well, that, yeah, that is a, that is probably what I would be watching for for the next two episodes. Yeah, um, and also, okay, this global repatriation council. Um, are we going to see the people in charge of this? Yeah, <laughs> or is this kind of even more setting up this idea, and this will kind of linger in the rest of the Marvel shows that I could see in Hawkeye, the global repatriation council right. somehow playing a role, and this is our new. Big shadowy our new shield organization. Our new sword, yeah, our we, already new... Have, we already have sword too. Yeah. What's the future of the sword in this whole yeah. world too? Because you know we see the posters in this episode of, for the global repatriation council right. that are all around that say reset, restore, rebuild. You know, <laughs> you know, they're being very selective in what they're restoring, yeah. who they are restoring. Yeah. Right, which is which is the issue. So I wonder, I mean, how does that play in anything? Like, I don't know, does the power broker have something to do with yeah. that? Does Sharon, yeah, is that how she has the satellites yeah. that she can just tap into? That was funny. So, yeah, I think, like, talking about locations, I think the final battle, I guess, I think it's going to happen back in, like, Louisiana. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I can imagine some moonlit sequence, like, at the docks or something. Down there, back there again, wherever, wherever this comes to a head. Right. Maybe even like John Walker. If the, if, the, if the big, big, big bad is John Walker, sort of at the end, less than Carly and maybe even less than Power Broker, like I can see John Walker like holding Sam's sister and, like, yeah. family hostage or something like that at the end. And that sort of thing. I, They're yeah. very, very two faced like in the Dark Knight. <laughs> Yeah, it, it will. <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna see a psychotic break. That is gonna. <laughs> we kind of saw the psychotic break this episode. Yeah, but it's just gonna um, spiral even more out of control. Right. Right. <laughs> well, okay. This was a really, really good discussion. <laughs> so thank you for having me. Yes. Now, what I've been doing in each episode is we've done talking about the episode, and then we play a little game. Okay. Cool. So, I'm down for we're games. doing a little game. So, first we'll take a break and hear from our sponsor. So, here's the ad read. And we're back. I hope you enjoy the ad read, as always. So, today for a little activity, it's a less ex- exciting one than a less unique one that we've done in the past. But, Peter, how well do you think you know Marvel trivia? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say, like... Maybe kind of well, depending on how aggressive the yeah. questions are. Well, this is a pretty... Uh, no. This is a simpler list than some of the other ones that oh. I found All right. in my quick 30-second Google right. search I did. Okay. So, we're just going to be doing some 
fun Marvel All trivia right, let's for do you, it. Peter. Let's do it. And see if you, I'm ready. Maybe there'll be a prize or yeah, I'm probably ready. not. I'm I'll <laughs> come up with some prize. I don't know. What should Peter's prize bragging be? Bragging rights. <laughs> yes, bragging rights. Okay. I'm ready. Question one. Where is Captain America from? Brooklyn. Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Ooh, I could never do this, but try it. What does S.H.I.E.L.D. stand for? I would never. Strategic Homeland Intervention something something division. (laughs) Well, that's way closer than I would have ever gotten. (laughs) Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Yeah, I was like, Coulson tells him this in like Thor. (laughs) And I like, I was like, oh my god. Because that's when Coulson's being a little bitch and he's not like, he's not like cool like he is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Okay, on what planet was the Soul Stone found in Infinity War? Vormir. Yes. Nice. Vormir. Wanda and her brother Pietro are from what fictional Eastern European country? Sokovia. Sokovia. Our favorite. I'm doing great. Ooh, (laughs) I would never give this one. Pepper Potts is allergic to what? Did this ever come into play in one of the Iron Man films or something? Strawberries? Yes. Yeah, because he... Is this yeah, Iron yeah, Man 2 or Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Because he brings her... He... Because this is when they're fighting. And he brings her the strawberries. And she's like, okay, thanks. I can't eat these, though. And then they cuts to a scene where he's building something and he's just eating all the strawberries. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Nick Fury wears his eye patch over which eye? Oh, my God. Left or right? Oh, okay, wait, hold on. I have to, like, do the fingers to remember. I want to say left. Yes. Is it right? Okay, it's so left. I was like, because you're always looking at the screen, but, like, and he's always, like, it's the one, like, you're looking directly at him on the screen, it's the one to the right, but you have to think about yeah, how that's, like, yeah, that, yeah. his left eye. <laughs> yeah, because of, yeah. <laughs> okay, Bradley Cooper is the voice of which MCU character? Rocket Raccoon. Yes, nice. Rocket. Okay. What is the name of the amulet Doctor Strange wears around his neck with the time stone? The Eye of Agamotto. Yes. Nice. Yes. Okay. Doctor Strange, underrated movie. Who is underrated. the firstborn child of Odin? That's Hela, right? Hela. Yeah. yeah. It's like Thor. <laughs> it's Hela. <laughs> like, it's not Loki, is it Thor? <laughs> okay. Um, a lot of these are too easy. Hawkeye has how many children? Two? It's three, and I think that's because cause she was pregnant. Oh, was pregnant yeah, 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 so, yeah, 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 okay. Linda Cardellini. Uh-huh. That's his wife. Uh-huh. Okay, yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Star-Lord slash Peter Quill's father ego is a what? Oh my god, no, he's not. He's not an eternal, but not, he's a. Uh, not an eternal. He is a. Oh my, it's the one. It's, it's, uh, it's not a sentinel. Close. It's the. Oh my god, it's, I'm literally looking right at it. It's the thing. Because they're in. It's in the Guardian, the original Guardians movie, because they talk about. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. A celestial. Celestial. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. yes. Oh okay. my god. Um, let's see. Bring me entirely angry with this trivia. <laughs> last. What's one last one? That's good. Let's 
not too easy. Hmm. Name every do, Avengers do, film in order. Do, 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 do. Well, the Avengers, I mean, there's only four <laughs> Avengers films of the Avengers, Avengers film. Um, do, do, do. Oh, who did Mark Ruffalo replace as the Hulk? Edward Norton. That's right. Okay. Incredible Hulk, where it is not my favorite movie. I that's the one I have not seen. Edward Norton. It's the one most people. Edward have Norton seen. is kind of he he kind of crazy. He, <laughs> he a little cray cray. <laughs> okay, and finally this is easy, but Captain America's shield and Bucky's arm are made of what? Vibranium. Vibranium. Let's yes. Go. Don't you wish we had vibranium? Yeah, that'd be interesting. In the Marvel periodic table, what number? How many? Protons is vibranium have. <laughs> I wonder. Can't. No, that's not oh, a question. Okay. That's not a question. I'm just, wondering. I'm just wondering. There's probably an answer to that. I wonder if I Google how many protons does vibranium. I there is an answer. One forty-eight. Wow. People have figured this out. Okay, I put this in the comments. I'm so glad that people figured this out. It's like how they figured out what galaxy Krypton was in, because in like in a comic, like they had Neil Degra- Neil deGrasse Tyson come in, um, or what's his face? No, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, come in and like explain to Superman. Yeah, Krypton would have been in this galaxy or something like that. That's like, yeah, I'm glad we're that's funny. One forty-eight. That is a great closing. I will never forget that. No, I definitely yes. won't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. That was a big trivia. Yay. <laughs> Yay, trivia. I didn't do that bad. I no, you did really good. I thought I was going to do worse. <laughs> you did really, really good. We weren't keeping score, so you, you win. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So, thank you so, so much, Peter, for coming on and talking with me thank again. Thank you for having me. This was a very fun episode, and we will be back next week. Again, we only have two episodes left of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know who my guest is next week. I don't know. I know who my guests, guests, plural, are for the finale, but I won't reveal that yet. But, yes, this was a great, great episode. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. Remember to love what you love, love who you love, love yourself, and keep on feeling groovy, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye.